Thinking of starting a podcast and want it to be fun and easy? Visit OnePerfectPodcast.com. I've distilled my experience from over a thousand episodes into a proven system to help creators and entrepreneurs launch high quality podcasts effortlessly. Save time, increase your confidence, and grow your brand. Start today at OnePerfectPodcast.com. What's good? It's Rob Cressy, and welcome to Built for the Game, where we talk about the systems for creating a better life. And welcome to part two of a two-part conversation that I'm having with my friend, Clayton Olson, master creator, coach for more than a decade, and over 175,000 followers on YouTube. Clayton, excited to be jamming with you. Yeah, me too, man. Excited to dive into this topic. It's been a, a very central one for me over the course of the last 10 years. And if you didn't listen to part one, we talk about building a more powerful version of yourself. It's a podcast immediately before this. In part two, we are going to be living in the world of content, aka, all right, Clayton's sitting here with 175,000 subscribers on YouTube, but Here's the thing that I want to launch this with because Clayton, you said something when we were at Creating Love and Power that immediately told me everything I need to know about you as a master creator. And you didn't even consciously know you said it until I brought this up after the fact. You yeah. said, if my tongue touches this content, it'll go platinum. And this is in the framing of you seeing a video on YouTube in your industry that's blowing up and you being like, boom, give me 10 minutes. I can make this go platinum. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll talk first around the, uh, the frame of mind. But there's just a belief that I choose to operate with that I have also continued to gather evidence for in my life where when an idea comes to me or whether I am on YouTube and I'm looking at people that are in similar niches or categories or talking about similar topics, if I see a video that they're doing that has a title that seems to be ranking, uh, I will take that title and I will create my own piece of content around that. And one of the places that I come from is that I don't even need to watch their content to do to, to create something that is going to go platinum. I just know it's going to happen. I know that I'm going to bring a unique spin on things that are uniquely mine that are pulled from the deepest wells of creativity within me and that I'm going to be proud of what's coming out of my mouth. And from that place, from that belief and knowing and looking into the world for evidence of that, it makes the content game fun. It makes it enlivening. And it's also a way for me to really tap into my creativity and feel like an artist versus someone who's just doing business. All right. So the next logical thing that someone's going to say is awesome. So are you optimizing the headlines, your thumbnails, the descriptions? So there's the you show up sharing from your heart, the knowledge that you can unconsciously do. That's one part. Yeah. But then we're going to call 
optimization and so many people want to know what's the secret sauce so the very simple thing is boom you're inspired i know i can crush this boom i'm going to create it so now yeah. the next end of the process the the video is being created uh take us into that sort of system or process for you yeah great so i do i just want to like underscore that i think that 90 percent of this is really where you come from and do you are you saying something that you believe is true and is of value? Does it does the content and the things that you're saying pull you more into presence with the content and infect and create a way of being that other people want to be around? That that is so much of the game, more so than thumbnails, tags, keyword searchability. Those things do matter, right? And so let's not actually bypass that. But I just want to really say that this is around who you're being on camera that people are going to be attracted to and are going to hit them, have them hit subscribe. Uh, as far as the mechanics go, yes. So when I create content, I often do some research around the titles. Uh, I have a, a soft piece of software installed on my browser called TubeBuddy that I use to help me come up with titles that uh, are estimated to rank on my channel. And the titles that I also choose are just ones that are related. I, I try to do this. There's typically two types of content that I create. I create like soul content that is just me having fun. And then I create content that is reach content, which is designed to get to more audience and really appeal to a particular pain point. Typically it's around relationships for me. And I'll look at what's happening in the broader scheme of things of what other creators are doing, what kind of, uh, videos they are creating that seem to be ranking and I'll visualize it's almost like a wave it's like people are catching a wave and we're surfing and so how do I swim over to that wave plant my board and, and pop on it and ride it with them and that means I will have a similar title to them and also there's going to be a way in which I present my own information my own take on things uh, optimize it with tags as well uh, that are related to the keyword put a thumbnail in there that typically has my face and then very clear, legible text next to my face. That might be three to five words max, and then builds out the description as well. And then after it's released, I'm engaged. People are commenting on the video. I'm commenting on the video as well. I'm replying to people and I'm seeing all of it as an act of creation that has value to everybody that's involved, that sees it, that comments on it, that likes it. Love it. So next question then becomes length. Cool. I love the idea of turning on my camera yeah. and just being. Yeah. So let's talk about the length of this because everybody yeah. loves to talk about themselves in theory. So it's like doing a 30-minute mm. video. Most people can do it with their eyes closed if they just say turn it on and go. Doesn't mean it's right. What are your thoughts around length of content? Yeah, so what I'm noticing, and my I have been consistently updating my thoughts on this through talking to different people and seeing what's been working and what has worked and what stopped working. And what I'm noticing is that it's the the content with YouTube right now is going to fall into two camps. It's going to fall into short con shorts, basically, so minute long clips that seem to be doing well and getting pushed out to audiences. And the other is more longer form content, so things that are over 10 minutes, over 15 minutes. Uh, I built a lot of my channel on five to seven minute videos. And what I've found is that that does not seem to be working quite as well as uh, the former now. So shorts and then the longer form content. And you see a lot of this happening with some of the big names too. Like these, 
channels that are doing these two, three hour long podcasts, uploading those. Those seem to be uh, getting dished out to people for views. And then a lot, a lot of shorts these days because YouTube is also noticing the trend of what TikTok has discovered or maybe that TikTok has created, which is even shorter attention spans. And so YouTube's been really capitalizing on that and trying to get some of their market share back, in my opinion. What are your thoughts on, let's call it podcast repurposing, because I think a lot of creators mm. love the idea of, I'm recording the video, I'll just throw this on YouTube. I myself yeah. am not necessarily watching a lot of podcasts on YouTube, but then there's the, well, I'm just going to start chopping up my content from my podcast and turn them mm -hmm. into shorts, which welcome to repurposing 101, which is good when you start building an omnipresent brand of Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. But here is the flaw in this system. Yes, the volume is great, but oftentimes the best shorts are design hooks. Hey, here's my three tips for blah, 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 versus when we're repurposing a podcast or long form content, we're usually just uh, jumping in on a snippet that might not have a designed hook. So the content is not likely to be a hundred out of a hundred. It might come in somewhere between a, a 40 and a 65 out of a hundred. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the question? So I'm curious your perspective on uh, repurposing because the mm. you're very intentional about YouTube. But here we are recording this podcast where it's going to go to the audio. I can do whatever I want with this video. But just because I post yeah. this video does not mean it's going to be successful, nor does it mean that just because I chop up these shorts and put them on YouTube shorts, that doesn't mean those are going to be successful either. Yeah, true. Absolutely. You know, look, I, I do think that being intentional is uh, important because you're, you're dealing with other people on the other side of the screen that are looking at content. And so if you have titles that are going to hook people's attention and also give them something that's worth watching, like a, a nugget of insight in that short, uh, those are going to rank better. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to say something that you can say in a really potent way that gets people intrigued and thinking, maybe confirms something they've been thinking about uh, life or themselves, uh, that piece of content is going to be powerful. You know, if you're just chopping up, segments and there really is not a lot of coherence and you're just trying to go for volume and not be intentional, I, I don't think that's going to be nearly as effective as being strategic with what you're putting out. And, you know, I think for myself, how I approach this is I think I do a combination of both. On one level, uh, you know, I, I'm a co-host at a, a podcast called Shift to Freedom with my buddy Ben. And, you know, I take his podcast that we do and I, I put them on my channel. Uh, in their entirety. And then I also will chop up clips from that as well. And I'll use AI to help me uh, pull some clips out from that and put them on my shorts. And, you know, I realized that a lot of this is the, the assumption that I have is that all of my clients and future clients are watching my content. And so how can I continue to give them value? How can I continue to provide them value? That's first and foremost, uh, even more so than how do I make this grow? It's how do I provide value to whoever is witnessing my, me right now? And then another way, Rob, that I really approach this, this whole process of content is through a lens of uh, the infinite game. Simon Sinek wrote a book called The Infinite Game, where he talks about finite thinking versus infinite thinking. And finite thinking, I think, is looking at your YouTube channel and, and getting really attached to the views, attached to the likes, whether or not people are opting into your newsletter from that and kind of being like, well, is it working? Are people seeing it? 
And look, I think there's a time and a place for that. And I think that if you have that as primary in your focus when creating content, uh, you're going to get discouraged very quickly. And so the invitation is to move into an infinite way of thinking about content, which is for me, my YouTube channel has been a vehicle for my own personal development. It has allowed me to learn how to speak and put ideas together in ways that I otherwise would not have been able to had I not built a YouTube channel. So I am sharpening the sword of my thinking through all of my YouTube content, which makes me a better coach, makes me a better speaker, makes me a better human being. And that, therefore, when that's primary, I, I care about views. I care about uh, getting in front of the right people. But there's a, it's insulated by a quest for personal growth and the continued development of who I am through YouTube and through TikTok and Instagram. And this is how we're landing the airplane because success leaves breadcrumbs. When I teach podcasting, one of my superpowers is I don't care about the downloads. Irrelevant for me because if you have something inside of you that can help even one person, it's your duty to share with the world. And I love sharing and creating and connecting And this is an opportunity, like you said, to sharpen my sword as a creator and as a coach. And when you come from this place, you're not concerned if there's 57 people or 57,000 people, because at the end of the day, an artist paints because they love to paint. An artist doesn't only paint because they can sell something. Of course, there's a dynamic between the two. But if you fundamentally come from the place of the infinite game, complete game changer. So Clayton, really enjoyed both of our conversations. Where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, so you can go to my website at claytonolsoncoaching.com and you can join my newsletter for some of my most insightful writings on leadership, love, relationships. And then I also got a YouTube channel, Clayton Olson Coaching, and you could subscribe there for, uh, well, basically to see what I'm up to on that channel. And we would love to hear from you all in the world of creation. What is your mindset for being a prolific creator as it relates to your content? You can hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn at Rob Cressy.